0: So, I mean, that's the, the Sarek spot, uh, Spock, Sarek, wow, Sarek spot plot. <laughs> wow, again. say that. Okay, each of you take a swing at that one. Serik spot plot. Seric spot
1: plot. It's not that hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul.
1: And I'm Chelsea. And I'm Abby, and welcome to 3 to Beam Up. Today, we will be talking about Season 2, Episode 10, Journey to Babel.
0: So, guys, this is, uh, this is a good episode, but I also do have some cookies here on my desk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> are Not they
0: Pepperidge again? They are. Every time I see a new flavor, I just pick them up now for the podcast. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 We've been playing this game of trying to guess what cookie it is, but any guesses?
3: No. I'm going to keep guessing <laughs> like the triple chocolate chunk because someday I'll have to be right, right?
0: Uh, yeah, this one's got other things besides chocolate chunks in it. Does it have rats. white
1: macadamia
0: nuts? No, but that's a good one. I don't think Ooh. I've had that one yet. Um, Ooh, those are
3: good.
1: Is it topped with sugar?
0: I mean, it's full of sugar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a literal sugar cookie is no, what you're saying. No, I
0: don't think you'll get these. They're Maui's. Right? These are they're, they're like coconuts.
1: Ooh. Huh? Well, I do want to eat those. Oh, well, I can't eat those then.
0: Wait, you're allergic to coconut? I'm,
3: I'm allergic to coconut.
0: <laughs> well, that's, that's good to know did i to- know yeah. that
3: fyi <laughs> 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 i don't know
0: do you die
3: i mean my tongue swells and i can't breathe
0: <laughs> so yeah you do so do you, do you yeah. need to breathe to live
3: <laughs> i mean kind of but you know i'm also asthmatic so like not breathing is kind of i know how to deal with it <laughs>
0: Boy, we didn't plan that, but I mean this this episode does have a whole bunch of surgery talk in it. And a bunch That's of medical true, issues it's and
3: true. Let's get back on topic instead of our, our side podcast about pepper <laughs>
1: cookies. Yeah, yeah. Which mm-hmm. by the way, once again, if they want to sponsor us, anyone out yes, there, please, please contact <laughs> us. Please let form. us know. We will be happy to do this for money and not just we for like, free.
3: <laughs> we like free cookies, anyway.
1: Well, <laughs> can I just say that I think this is the closest Star Trek episode to a soap opera.
0: I really believe this. I'm thinking. Thinking of others. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
3: I mean... If, it depends on what you consider a soap opera, because I mean, this is just kind of family drama. This is this is this isn't really. What I mean is, a, I guess there's spies and intrigue and stuff like yes, that too. But. there's just
1: a lot of like plot-heavy drama, and there is a lot of like family intrigue and family struggles and and such. But it's it's it just like moves. It really kicks, which means I really love it. But I think the best part <laughs> is that often when stories are plot 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 plot, it's at the expense of like character developments and character interactions. But not in this
0: one. Uh, this is all character yeah no
1: it really isn't it's (coughs) all the plot and all the characters and all the relationships in it it's just it's strong in every aspect
0: yeah when i think of soap operas uh, maybe the scene they have a lot of these like a b camera shots where two people are talking they go a b or like over the shoulder um there's even a scene where uh two people are talking and one of them slaps the other which is very soap opery?
1: which 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 did happen here Uh. (laughs) we did get a slap Mm -hmm.
3: We can talk about how angry I am about it. <laughs> anyway,
1: yeah, I think that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Disagree. Disagree. <laughs> um. Well, so the episode's essentially Spock centric,
0: right? Yeah, this is a Spock. Yes, it this is. One hundred percent a Spock episode.
1: So much
0: no, But there is let's, a let's lot of answer. Bones and Kirk. There's a lot of Bones and Kirk in here for it being such a Spock heavy episode.
3: It is. It's so funny. And Bones <laughs> gets some good likes.
0: Yeah. It really does. It always feels like it's like two of them versus the other at different points throughout the episode, right? There's always just that play and they shift mm-hmm. sides and Bones is on some of their sides sometimes and not other times and uh, it moves well. a good dynamic between the three of them
3: definitely you can definitely tell this is like a a season two episode where they have like Mm -hmm. things together they know Mm -hmm. these characters it's it's nice
1: yeah and they all have really strong moments where um the characters are both really relatable really likable um and they do um i don't know they act what am i trying to say like honorably like Well, mm-hmm. they act
3: true to character. I mean, they act, they
0: act like they know each other. Right? At least that, yeah, that's right. Too,
1: But I think they, they all think like they have relationships. They yeah. all make yeah. these sort of self-sacrificing decisions that are just very beautiful.
0: Does I don't think Bones makes any self sacrificing decisions?
1: Um, I guess I'm thinking just continuing with the surgery.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair.
1: And like <laughs> kind of like goading like Scott Spock into doing it and such. He really he uses what? all the tactics available to him to get him to do it to be, to further his one goal, which is to save lives.
0: Yeah. He does fight for well, we could get to that part. There's a lot that goes on before that part, but There is a um, lot.
3: There is a lot.
0: True. So, should we start with the beginning? Yeah, it's just like a red a red shirts party, right? <laughs> it is a
3: red shirts party. I'm so sad, though, because everybody else is in, like, their dress uniforms, and then the red shirts are just in normal uniforms. I'm like, don't they have dress uniforms they do that not. they can wear? They
2: do
0: not.
3: Such a bummer. So so many it's
0: really, like a dozen red shirts, right?
3: Yeah, and I want everybody to have dress uniforms.
1: They're all just standing there, like, awkwardly overacting, like, fidgeting and, like, fixing their uniforms. <laughs> I love it good
3: uh, it's a it's a nice piece of business i i like it i don't think it's overacting i think it's it's like it's actual it's just business it's what you do when you're performing it's you find things that your character would be doing and and they, you do them Yep. <laughs> <I> <laughs> to think make it look a little like, bit more like, oh, like,
0: yeah. stand, hilarious. like standing in your quarters without a shirt on which could come later <laughs> yeah
3: yeah. That's a totally shirt. a thing that everyone does. And yeah. Well, Abby, I thought I, mean, I do.
1: I thought you'd be pleased because there's the dress uniforms. Although can we just say that Kirk's does not really fit? <laughs> no,
3: it does not. It is not very flattering.
1: <laughs> I was like,
3: who cut that? Well,
1: well I, I think, think they're using the same one and plan. he's gained a lot of weight. You can tell he's gained a lot of weight because he's he's in his fat shirt. His fat season two shirt. That like weird like v-neck <laughs> shirt that he only wears in season two when he's chunky. Uh, that wrap
3: shirt that I hate so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that shirt so much. Ugh. Oh, anyway. anyway costume corner over.
0: Yeah, that's a Return short. <laughs> oh, Return to Costume corner
1: can't be over for the episode, guys, because come on. The hallways, the background costume. I do like
0: Sarek's costume. I think that's like, I like.
1: Yeah, Sarek's is I nice. mean, it's
0: just a shield on a, you know, pretty plain. But, um,
1: but it's a shiny yeah, shield. Yeah, it's a
0: well-made shield. It's very shiny. Um, I like it. Yeah, so Sarek, yeah. and Amanda get on the ship. I think that's a great reveal at the start too. Um, to uh, like, it's a reveal to the whole group where Kirk just casually says, Which? "asks like, oh, we're on. Do you want to go see your parents on Vulcan?" That tells him <laughs> a lot, tells his Sarek and Amanda a lot, and like puts Spock on the spot. But it isn't.
3: But also, is it really believable that no one knows that these are Spock's
1: parents at this point?
0: That's a good question, too, right? It almost
1: i don't know no. it should embarrass it spock a little know. bit no. it should also
0: embarrass kirk a little bit like open should. up a dossier like on it's <laughs> so, like, that,
3: that's <laughs> my point i'm like you can't tell me that spock, that kirk hasn't prepared for all these diplomats being on his ship with at least a cursory glance at like their personal info <laughs> like,
1: but i love that what? that's the implication that this the ship is being used for like bureaucratic nonsense the crew's annoyed i imagine it was like a ton of paperwork involved and then he's just like, "Yeah, I literally didn't even like open this Post-it that was like <laughs> on my desk."
3: P.S. Your first officer's parents are some of the diplomats. It's <laughs> so I just I like the reveal, and yeah, I had forgotten yeah. that that reveal happened. But and it makes me it made me laugh really hard. But at the same time, I was like, "You cannot tell me that this is a surprise."
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> like, it makes it makes a whole bunch of them look bad, but it also gives the audience information. it's a good reveal
1: yeah so is the implication that just like spock is really closed off is it that no i think i think the implication is just that
3: spock and his father don't speak and so spock just doesn't talk about his parents i I think he just doesn't talk about them and that's just he doesn't talk about his family he doesn't talk about his home life or how he grew up and so i think it's not really that it's just spock being spock
0: yeah and that kirk has probably just never pried thought about or, it you know, If he's asked him things he's Kirk. just giving him like quick responses and then he says, well you know i'm not gonna I'm yeah gonna and push. hasn't
1: made two and two equal four hey guys can we go to music corner real quick
0: we don't sure. have one the of those.
1: first yeah the first music that <laughs> new, that plays new, new corner guys do you have a
0: do you have a theme for music corner
1: um no no <laughs> do, 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 do. there there's some music um well uh music as corner. soon as uh sarek um uh gets out of the ship did you guys notice what music played really scary was music it, <laughs>
0: was it luke's theme
1: no or da da no it was not leia's <laughs> theme unfortunately um, no it's the fight scene music from a mock time Mm. oh cool it was really <laughs> aggressive i don't know that it was that fitting to be that yeah i think they were i noticed it they were trying to foreshadow like the impending family fight and drama with the music they had available to them with the
3: hmm. I, yeah I, yeah i just i did notice that music it was like that seems really aggressive for a diplomatic
1: <laughs> thing like what's happening Yeah, the only thing i can think of is they're trying to foreshadow that the upcoming family drama,
3: but they don't fight ever. Like the like, it's not like they get into like a knockdown dragout. It's it, they just have some conversation. It's Vulcan
0: fighting, right?
1: It's Vulcan,
3: yeah, fighting. Like yeah. Like it's subtle Vulcan fighting. My favorite kind of fighting.
1: Yeah, it's very passive aggressive. It's like fighting in I the Midwest. It.
3: I know, I love
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like home. <laughs>
3: so true. So good,
1: but. Back to topic. Let's talk about Spock's parents and how amazing they are. They are a pretty
3: great couple. <clears throat> um, I, I, So the um, the like finger-touchy thing they do
2: yeah, was
3: actually the actors. It wasn't a direction. Uh-oh. I read that. It was the actors. Yeah, because yeah, they were talking to um, Mark Leonard and uh, Jane Wyatt were talking to Leonard Nimoy about Vulcan history and traditions and stuff because like, they were trying to get their characters and... Um, Leonard Nimoy was like well he's like I've always kind of thought that they use their hands a lot in a lot of you know ritualistically and just in general and so they're like maybe so they decided to do the the finger touching as part of their characterization which I think is lovely
1: it is and it could get past censors which means they're like full-on making out right there
3: (laughs) I don't know I think it's more of a gesture of like love and affection and trust I don't really know that it's like they're making out I think it's I think it really is just kind of that it's a it's a public show of affection and kind of mutual possession I would I would
0: equate it to like putting your arms around each other right like one arm around each other yeah you'd say yeah or holding hands like that's
3: kind of what I um yeah
0: but you'd be like whoa would a Vulcan do that no absolutely not um no but they they would would touch small
1: parts and yeah wait when he introduces Amanda is it she I thought it was she who is my life wife (laughs) oh
0: (laughs) this is why you need to be hearing the the my wife
1: (laughs) okay well can i just say in other news that i would like to be referenced as she who is my life now just whenever i'm introduced (laughs) by who though by everyone (laughs) along with that scene can we also say it's great when bones tries to learn the learn the vulcan
0: Absolute. oh yes yeah that, that is, is
3: that is really funny i really do enjoy that where he's just like i i can't i can't even do this this is worse than dress uniforms i don't want to See, star trek <laughs> is at
1: its best when it has these funny moments and so many of the episodes try to be so serious but like the, no, you the com- comedic relief ones are really good
2: well and it's
3: not even the com- e- even a serious thing like you have to break the tension somehow and the best way to do it is with, like, a, a one-line joke. Like, it's it's not I, – I really – I like, dramas are fine, but dear God, just tell a joke. Just just to loosen it up a little bit.
0: And it does at the beginning there, because he has that line quick. It's a great start to all of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those, it's really nice. All those really characters nice. talking to each other and – There's also
3: – Well, and – honestly it's hilarious when when Spock is just like Captain Ambassador Sarek and his wife are my parents (laughs) (laughs) and and Kirk's
1: face is like wait what? Dun dun (laughs) dun! that's so true uh, well um so guys i was trying to remember because we're watching these out of order so it's kind of hard to say is uh this the first time you see uh it's not the first time you see the shuttlecraft definitely because the galley No, seven it's such. reused. Yeah. yeah but is is it like the first time like people arrive in a shuttlecraft um i don't know because they they've used shuttlecrafts before definitely because this
3: this specific visual is a is a recycled from an
1: earlier episode. I thought it was from the Galileo 7.
3: Yeah, I think that's right. Um, but it's definitely reused, and the only reason, I guess, that they came via shuttlecraft instead of um, transporting was because they used the budget on the costumes and makeup for this episode and didn't have the budget to use the transporter effect. Huh. So that's why they came on a shuttle.
0: <laughs> Which was the right choice, by the It also It's a bigger room, so you could have all those red shirts in there.
3: It's true. You can make a fancy little lineup. So yeah,
1: which I thought was, was cool, fine. because you don't see a lot of like the ceremonies involved. And it, I, I mean, I like the whole premise of this episode. You don't see a lot of these boring sort of day to day things with Enterprise, which I think I mentioned last time we talked to, but I really enjoy that because it's kind of like a nice little window, even though the whole episode is very exciting and interesting.
0: The in terms of the effects, though, I thought that this was one of the weird places where the effects didn't hold up well. The, the remastered, um, because like all the external shots look good, but when they did the like shuttle in the shuttle base spinning, it's like, oh man, that looks like I, I rendered that myself in 1998 <laughs> and like, uh, name drop any rendering 3D rendering program, but it looked like super dated rendered. Um, or I don't know if that was just me, but.
3: I didn't care, but I didn't I also actually notice don't, it a lot of the time. Care about effects unless they are exceptionally egregious. Okay,
0: it, it, it and <laughs> sometimes right?
1: I like them more when they
0: are. It wasn't bad, but it was yeah, definitely true. just a dated CGI, right? Like super smooth surfaces, yeah, it was, for super sure. like soft render.
3: Um, yeah, it, it was definitely a dated effect, but it didn't really bother me because I just kind of expect dated effects. Sure. And, Star
0: Trek. and it was only like three or four seconds of screen time. But, yeah, that's yeah. true. But uh, c- in contrast to the outer, like the outer ships of the shots of the ship usually look a lot better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, they do. And they left in, in the remastered version, uh, several of the original outside shots of the ship. Um, which they don't always do, but it, it works. And,
0: yeah. And it's nice. Yeah, and those often look good. Yeah, I wonder if yeah. they, the, out, the ship, they have... Um, Right, they rendered that all the time, so they could reuse effects, they could spend more money on that. And this is like a one-off of a shuttle in a shuttle bay, probably. Um, I guess not a one-off of the shuttle, but the shuttle bay, maybe, so.
1: Yeah. Well, can we move on to the tour of the ship? Um, when Amanda talks about the Vulcan Way, which sounds an <clears> awful <throat> lot like the... Um, sounds awesome. Uh, well, no, I was going to say the p- patriarchal way, so it actually sounds pretty shitty.
3: How patriarchal, other than logic?
0: No, I'm on Chelsea's side on this one. Um,
3: well, I'm, I'm just not sure what you're referring to. So when
1: they're in the, they're doing the tour, and essentially she's shot down several times by Sarek and kind of told what to do.
0: Yeah, I forget the line. There's a specific line that, yeah, somebody asks her a question, and it's like, oh, like don't, boy. I don't even know if I could paraphrase what I'm remembering, but it was essentially like, don't you have your own opinions or something? And she's like, no, it's the Vulcan way. You know, again, that's a very, very loose paraphrase, but is that what you're yeah. thinking of Chelsea?
1: Yeah, that is what I'm thinking of. Yep. Um, I think
3: uh, I'm thinking of a different scene, Okay, but I believe you <laughs> and I'm fine with it. And down with the patriarchy.
0: <laughs> <But>. Wait <till> so <laughs> there's a <in> conflict then. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of the scene earlier where Amanda was talking about how the Vulcan way is different from ours based on logic, blah 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 blah. It's better this way. Blah, blah.
1: Oh no, that's a different scene.
3: Yeah. Okay. We're not talking about the same scene. I like logic, the end. Yeah. Um, I know but you yeah, know. patriarchy is the worst. <laughs> so I get mad at Amanda later. Because I'm just she, when she's mad at Spock, and I'm like, no, he's he's making the logical choice, and Sarek would be real mad if he did it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like maybe
0: maybe Kirk shouldn't have drop kicked a guy and left himself open to a stabbing. Like maybe <laughs> maybe yeah, Kirk you know fault. he's
3: <laughs> seriously. He should have been that was engine. like a terrible
1: fight move. Oh if yeah, I'm gonna jump he's to just that. just like I'm gonna
0: kind of kick you, but then I'm gonna lay on the floor for a while while you could stab me. <laughs> like.
3: <laughs> Yeah, that fight scene was problematic. Also because I did not think the stabbing took place that high in the back. It did
1: not. When yeah. he's like, it was also on the opposite
3: like, side. It a lung. If it had been a little bit higher, it could have hit his heart. I'm like, it was like down in his side, like near his kidneys. How did well, it
0: Well, and he says if it was a little lower, it would hit his heart. Um, so oh, yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, right. That's right. would have been getting like his knee.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I was like, okay, then somebody with the fight choreography did not do their job. <laughs> like this was because that was definitely a very low, like kidney stabbing. That was not a high back stab.
1: That's one of those scenes where I was wondering if maybe they meant to reshoot it, and for whatever reason, they just ended up keeping <laughs> that tape. They take said one taken. <laughs> yeah. And that was just because it, it, there were clearly a lot of things that could have been done better with that particular scene. Right. Well, and it comes kind of
3: out of nowhere because it's right after a very quiet scene. And, and then it's just like, pow. It's just,
0: yeah, Kirk fighting in a hallway. I, I Yeah. I
2: mean,
0: Rewound for a bit because I was like, "Wait, did I miss something else that set this up? Like him even leaving the room?" No, you it's did just not. Like, you didn't. Nope. There's a lot of scenes later in the episode, and I wondered if it was editing that they ran long and they had to trim, and they were just like, "Boy, if we take five seconds off the start and end every scene, um, th- we'll be fine." Yeah, that, that gets us where <laughs> we need to be because there were a lot of scenes that cut in and out, very, very just solid cuts
1: awkwardly. Yeah, I yeah. think it adds to the drama. And to the sense of pushing forward of the plot.
0: But I don't think that would have been the um, the direction, right?
1: No, I agree. <laughs> um, I which I agree should agree
0: say, not, not directing, but um, this is also a DC Fontana episode. Um, yes, it is. Which is good.
1: Might be why it's so yes, good, it yeah. Is.
3: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> she's pretty reliable.
0: <laughs> yeah, I meant to look up her other episodes. I know she's uh, a lot of them and even some Yeah,
3: of yeah, she did a whole
1: lot. Well, and so. she's really good with these uh like backstories and she invents a lot of things like here are the Vulcan Science Academy. Mm-hmm. Um I think didn't I read Abby that maybe this is the first mention of Starfleet or some intelligence, th- intelligence. that was it. i know yeah. something yeah this is
3: the first mention of starfleet intelligence um and yeah she pretty much she wanted to do this from what i was reading on memory alpha she wanted to do this episode about spock and his backstory and she pretty much invented his parents whole cloth and kind of was just like this is his parents and this is what we're gonna do and i guess the episode really didn't change much from her first drafts of the episode um to what got filmed which might be why so, it's so
1: effective <laughs> right so it's
3: so it's yeah there there was only once i can't remember what the scene was that she said that she had nothing to do with and she's pretty sure gene roddenberry did it and she sounded bitter oh, boy.
0: what scene what scene? <laughs> i'm
3: trying to remember
1: was it um, um, an amanda scene i feel like I think I read that too. Yeah. Oh, I hear, I hear,
3: I found it. Uh, one scene was added in which Amanda talks to Kirk about Sarah's relationship with his son. It seemed to me that it would have been inappropriate, and that she would not have blurted out all this information to Kirk. I did not have anything to do with that scene. I think Gene Roddenberry rewrote it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
3: Yeah, I I agree with that. I'm like, I also don't think she would have done that. Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> needed to really make a lot of,
0: of exposition in there, but
3: yeah. Uh, But I also kind of, I have a little bit of a problem with Amanda's characterization in some ways, because a lot of ways she's very Vulcan and she, Mm -hmm. you know, she's lived on Vulcan a long time and she's, you know, but then she has this outburst with, with Spock about how can you be so unfeeling your father is dying? And Spock says about two seconds after my brain went through this was like, how can you have lived on Vulcan for as long as you have and still think this way? (laughs) because she she's lived there for so long she's lived with serek for so long she's had a vulcan son she has you know she hasn't as far as we know really been back to earth much
1: at all yeah and like we're talking like 40 years
3: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and i'm like and how is she like How can you behave this way? I'm like, because he's Vulcan and you raised him to be Vulcan. (laughs) And of course he's behaving this way because this is the logical way to behave. And that's what he is going to do in all situations. So that part confused me because she talks earlier about to Kirk about how the Vulcan way is better or bones, maybe how the Vulcan way is better and based on logic Mm -hmm. and all this stuff but then later she completely does a 180 on that and I don't know if it's just because she's under emotional stress because of Sarek you know being ill or what but it was a very odd like change for
1: her yeah I will (laughs) say later Amanda's um, like in Star Trek Discovery and in the J.J. Abrams universe are a little less bipolar (laughs)
3: <laughs> yes, yes. I think they. Do. I think this is just. I think part of it is just. It's the first time she's being written. Yeah, and it's just a little trying to balance a woman who is human but has lived with Vulcans for so long. I think it's just hard to to rectify all of those situations. Well, yeah, and, and that, so you don't want to just
0: write her as another Vulcan. Right, so if you say, well, she's right. been on Vulcan yeah, you forever, to... so she is essentially just culturally Yeah, Vulcan.
3: and she wouldn't be. I don't yeah. think she would be Vulcan. She definitely would have, like, um, some emotions. And her scenes with Sarek are lovely mm, in their yeah. differences. Yeah. That that one scene they have where she's like, I do love you, and she's like, and I know it's not logical. Nope. <laughs> and where she's just kind of like, we've had this conversation a lot of times before.
1: Yeah, they have a lot of those. Well, <laughs> but... I love that scene, though.
3: Because Sarek... Oh, it's a great scene. He,
1: he smiles at her. Mm-hmm.
3: He smiles. He does. He goes kind of, like, ruefully, like, yeah, I love you, too. I'm not gonna but say it. But it's so adorable. It's
1: so <laughs> sweet. They, do. they have a lot it's of those small so moments where, like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. They yep. do.
3: It's great. It's it's really great. It's just some some parts of Amanda I get a little annoyed with, because I'm like, they didn't quite know yeah. how to write her.
1: Yeah, I
0: agree.
3: And this, and that's, I mean, that brings us back to the slap. I'm like, she wouldn't have slapped him! I'm sorry! <laughs> that was so know. out of nowhere. I, I, I kinda, did not care for I, it.
1: I didn't... What, I kind of didn't think it was out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't think so either. I did. I think I did. Like I don't she like is. It. I don't. She was like at her wits' end. Like like this husband she's been married to for forty years is about to die. But this
3: is her child. This is her child. Who she doesn't have care. nearly as much
1: loyalty to because she hasn't even seen him in like a decade.
3: But it's no. But it's no. It is her child. I will never believe when she has. I mean, you get the sense that she has kind of run interference between Spock and Sarek for pretty much Spock's entire life. And no matter how much you have not seen your child, I cannot imagine, like, I can imagine her being very upset. I can imagine her, like, even just kind of pushing him. But, I mean, slapping him across the face seems a lot. Like, I, I just, it was too much for me and it took me See, out. And I think I
0: that's like why it. we were talking about, like, the soap opera moment. That scene feels much more like a soap opera. And yeah, and that's why that I didn't don't like you'd it as much. You expect it in a soap opera.
1: You yeah, it would doesn't feel
3: right to me. I don't like it.
1: See, I didn't mind it because I I think it just like really shows the extent. It really demonstrates the extent to which she's she's just freaking out like she wants this thing she sees it as perfectly logical from her stance because she's in desperate love with this person and there to her there is a very clear solution and honestly it's not a terrible solution it's like just give scotty command and like you do the thing
3: yeah i'm not saying it's a terrible solution i'm just i also totally see where spock is coming from where he's like he has divided loyalties, and he even he acknowledges. He's like, if I could do this, if it made sense, I would do it. He's like, but we're under attack. There are hundreds of diplomats on this ship. There is a treaty in process. Like she's, he's like, what do you want me to do? Like I can't. In, like our captain is incapacitated. Like I completely understand where Spock is coming from. And I think from. that's why it's completely. such a well
0: written scene that it's so easy to see both sides of the argument.
1: It is. Yeah,
3: yeah, and, and you do understand, but I and I, I don't. And I also don't like how Bones and Kirk trick Spock. I don't like it. See, I, I love that.
1: I love it. <sighs> no, I, be-
3: I just, I don't like, no, my precious cinnamon roll of Spock. I don't want him tricked and it's mean. Well, it's, I
0: it's also love it. It's like they trick him, but Kirk is also like not really. It, 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 as soon as he's on the bridge, it's like he is holding his back a little bit, but he doesn't need to be doing like backflips on the bridge to do what he's gonna do. He he needs. It's true. Like he needs a communicator. They could have just given them in bed and been like, "Here, just tell the bridge what yeah, to do." Yeah, it's um, yeah. I do. It, agree it does not that. take that much <laughs> uh physical labor for Kirk to run the show. No,
1: what I imagine is that he has like some sort of internal bleeding or
0: something. That that's but that's yeah.
1: well, he's lost a lot of blood, and that too. He's lost I, blood. And that's he part he of it. Uh,
0: punctured lung, right? So like, he's not in great yeah. shape, but no. he's also not like at death's door um especially with mccoy there right mccoy comes up with him um
3: yeah and you can see spock being like this is incorrect yeah
0: exactly (laughs)
1: but i think he ignores (laughs) it purposefully to do the thing he really wants to do which is save his father
0: i I think spock sees through it
3: i think spock totally sees through i think he really recognizes he's like i see what you're doing but if this works i guess i'll accept it (laughs) so i i don't know i just don't i don't like tricking spock I never well he has that. the
1: best like retort ever that i think like a lot of us could learn from and it's spock does that is and it's to Mina, and it's command requirements do not recognize personal privilege yeah it's one of my favorite lines from spock in the entire series i love it because that is one thing you never get from spock which is privilege
0: mm-hmm
1: it's the best the best. It
0: is, um, so speaking of Spock and McCoy, there is the later point where Spock, you know, is essentially just laying in bed, having blood pumped out of him. Um,
3: Which, why is he awake? Sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> why is well, he awake? No, that's is, just sitting there right, he is awake.
0: And sense. then he's like, wait, I just realized some things that are directly relevant to our situation. Our predicament, that, like, yeah. crucial information that has to be... <laughs> and Christine just yeah, knocks this out. This is crucial information <laughs> that has to be given to the captain. It's like, could, instead of just sedating him, could you just give him a communicator?
3: Like, <laughs> yeah, right? That's I had the same thought where I was just like, dude, just call the bridge. Yeah, he doesn't have like, to stand to up. And, didn't, and then be just fine. Be like, like, he doesn't yeah. have to do anything. Or be
0: like, yeah, I'll pass that information along. <laughs> get, just get an order. They're like So,
1: okay.
3: Right. So this is right. what I thought.
1: So easy. I thought this actually m- might have made sense. I thought he'd already been sedated. Like, he's on, like, the loopy drugs. And so they can't trust anything he's saying. And no. that's why they knock him out for no. sedated in the No, sinus, right?
3: I don't think so. All
1: right. That well, that's how I would interpret it. I I've done a lot of those outpatient surgeries where you're on like the loopy drugs and like they tell like the people you're with, like, you just can't like trust like a word like they're saying
3: no but this is spock and it's christine i can't imagine she wouldn't be like you know what we should probably tell the captain (laughs) (laughs) like it was it was no it was it was silly and also why was he awake anyway but (laughs) because he's on the not because it's way safer to do
1: to do surgery like that with someone who's like awake than giving them full anesthesia
3: well, but they, but he wasn't he – oh,
1: it was so he weird. He didn't need anesthesia. Well, All he was doing was like a blood Yeah, yeah. No, I,
0: I, I agree with – I mean, it's sort of both of you, right? Chelsea's right that he should – there's no reason to not keep him awake, but then like there's also no reason to just knock him out at a, you know, just <laughs> right. drop of a hat. It it's like, okay, so well, weird. now we're going to fully sedate you. Like if you were so quick so to sedate weird. midway through the procedure, then you should have sedated was, at the beginning.
1: I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it
0: was necessary in either case, really, so <laughs> –
3: no, it was not. It's uh, because it wasn't necessary.
1: See, but I really <laughs> I'm in I I think we're in sort of disagreement because I really like like the tricking of Spock. I mm. I think it's really fun because I think it it's it's very sweet. Like Kirk is willing to do whatever it takes so that his father stays alive, basically. And obviously Bones is too.
0: Well and they save him, right? So the, the arc of that story it works. is it works. Um although Boy, the bones parts. There's some shady bones parts in there. <laughs> there
3: are. Well, that whole medical procedure. I was just like, I don't understand
1: at all what is going at on. A wait, point, wait, wait. Can we? At a certain, can we talk about the line? Sorry, go
0: ahead. Uh, well, at a certain point, he, they, um, Chapel says, like, you know, I forget if it was heart rate or blood pressure is dropping, and he's like, boy, that's I wish a, I knew if that was good or bad. And it's like that's it. You I know. It's like, you should. <laughs>
1: you, that's like, not what you want to hear looked from the person up. operating on you.
0: Like you, that's probably the one thing you should know to do cardiovascular surgery on a person. <laughs> like I'm sorry. You're performing heart surgery and you're not really sure which if a number should be going up or down. Like and he might be saying it flippantly, but it does not seem that he is. Ugh, it just it's,
3: it's so bad. The whole thing.
1: But none that so there's like these wildly unprofessional moments, like that one. And then contrasted though with like when the ship's under like complete attack and he's just cool as a com- cucumber. Like, I'm gonna just continue operating and just, like, well, and hand me, like, Kirk let's, let's, let's back just, like, to restart Sieg his Bae. car. And
3: he's just like, seriously, man? He had to do that? <laughs> like, it was so good. I loved it so much where he was, like, being mean to Kirk and not telling him if Sarah was okay. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, then he's
0: just like, you know, get him better I'll sedate all of you.
3: Well, I know, and then he gets, and then he has this lovely end oh, of the that's episode. it's the best. Oh, do you okay, know? I finally thumbs, up, get thumb the last thumbs up,
0: thumbs down for that line.
3: Thumbs up, oh. I love it.
0: Like, because he's breaking the fourth wall, right? He looks it's right so into it's the... So dumb, oh. it is so dumb, I, and
1: I love it. I so love much. that level of cheese. <laughs> it almost <laughs> never happens in Star Trek. Yeah, that almost DRX. like
0: I think, I, that is one of those where it's like. Boy, it almost ruins the whole episode for me at the very end of it to have such <laughs> no. a cheesy, like,
3: it's
1: so dumb. I love like it. It's like the end of a Tom and
0: Jerry cartoon, or like a, uh, boy, what is the other one? Like old, no. old, um, Warner Brothers or Hyde Barbara, where like Bugs
1: Bunny, yeah, that was
0: sort of. Funny. Uh, yeah, it's very, yeah, yeah, very Bugs Bunny of just that, like, glance at the camera. Like, it's like, oh, so cheesy.
1: <laughs> I I'm with you, Abigail. I, lo- I love it. <laughs>
3: Because it's so stupid that I really yeah. like it. Yeah, I'm
0: glad they don't do it often. I d- I'm glad they don't do it often.
1: Freeze frame. Uh,
0: Freeze yeah, right. Frame. And it then it ends. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> I really thought someone um, else might say something, but they didn't. I really it. did too. Or I thought they were going to like go
3: to like you know three months later and, well, now all the diplomats are gone and blood or something. I don't and they didn't. It. it just I... cut Captain's
0: log. <laughs> yeah. That's all. like
3: Yeah. That's all, um, folks.
0: <laughs> So, I mean, that's the, the Sarek spot, uh, Spock, Sarek, wow, Sarek spot, plot. <laughs> wow, again. say that, okay, each of you take a swing at that one, Sarek spot plot.
1: plot, it's not that hard, <laughs> <laughs> um
0: but there's a whole diplomat plot in the, like, I guess it's yeah, not, yeah, we haven't which talked I about that loved,
1: at all, <laughs> yes, can I just say, I love the political intrigue, um, I do too, but I didn't understand. I didn't no, it what what no I know. It made no sense. No, it makes
0: okay. So it makes sense, and they explain it at the end, like it.
3: Okay, sort of. Except where did the Orions sure. come from? Were they mentioned at all before? No,
0: it? no. Um, but they're also like not part of the group, right? It, it would be implied that there yeah. are no Orions on the ship.
1: They've had Orions before, though presumably, but they right? weren't
0: invited to this conference for some reason, right? Um, but yes, the the idea being that one of the the uh, Andorans,
1: Andorians,
0: Andorians yeah. yeah, Andorians, yeah, yeah.
1: Andorans, and I think they
0: use Andorans a different, it might be in TNG or something, but who knows?
1: Um, no, it's always Andorians.
0: I think these are and- I and- you. Andorians. Um, I think you're right, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that he's like surgically altered to look like one of these. Um,
1: which comes back in a lot of later tracks.
0: Oh, yeah, they do this all the time.
1: Um, yeah, well, Riker gets,
0: yeah. Yeah, there's tons of it. but it's But there's, there's yeah, those scenes at the beginning because there's the other oh boy. So it's Sarek and the other guy uh, starts with a G.
1: Oh, the Telluride.
0: Yeah, um, I forget is his name. Telluride. Man. I kept hearing the p- pink peg
1: right. Grack.
0: Telluride. I kept hearing Telluride like the city. of – Gav. Gav. Um, oh yeah, Gav. Pink peg. Gav from Telluride um, is yeah they're having arguments and I think that's that's a good like he wants to know how this stands blah blah blah. There's a lot it's set up well. Um, And then there's these other parties that are trying to, you know, undermine that, which you would expect if you brought all these people together, which also opens the question of, like, would they really allow everybody to just mingle? No. they have all (laughs) these sides that, like, have... Totally completely. That's what interest. I'm saying.
1: It doesn't make any
0: well, sense. Well, but
3: they, they would have a reception. I really think they would have a reception. They would have to because it's a conference and like they would have to have a yeah,
1: reception. Yeah, but they're not at the conference. They they're the, at the transportation to the yeah, conference. Yeah, but they
3: they're it's diplomatic circles. Yeah. You do the parties. That's where stuff happens. Is where
1: that's where deals and <laughs> the stuff threats happen. That's, and no, intrigue. I. <laughs> i don't know but i did did you guys notice in that scene there are a ton of women and they're all in amazing costumes yes
0: your costumes and i also
1: love the full body paint that's on like six of them Mm -hmm. yeah
3: this is why we didn't (laughs) have a budget
1: to teleport people yeah the full (laughs) body like makeup looks really good yeah Yeah.
3: even though a lot of the costumes are are recycled from Mm -hmm. previous Mm -hmm. episodes yeah. They they did a lot of just adjustment mm-hmm. of previous costumes.
0: So the the Orion uh, would be
3: the Orions. The Orions.
0: Yeah. Well, just the one, right? Is uh, yeah. Then kills the other the guy who's in a fight with Sarek, um in a way that makes it look like a Vulcan did it.
1: Oh no, the Andorian kills him. Uh,
0: no, but the Andorian. Well, the,
1: the Orion. Oh yeah, that's, that's like yep. a. that's the dressed is is it, as a guy. Gotcha, fight Orion. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that. Points, fingers, that's how they uncover this whole medical drama. Um,
1: uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. And then, boy, what's the next step of that? Arc?
1: Well, and then there's also the mystery vessel.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So the vessel is like hanging the whole out, time. That's just hanging out.
1: Going warp 10. Yeah, we should warp say it's 10. going
0: very fast and super maneuverable. Very and very hard to hit. Um, <laughs> and well, and yet
1: they can see it on their view screen.
0: Yeah, it's a question of like, well, how fast are they going? Um, if something went by them at warp 10, they wouldn't see it.
1: No, right. If something not. went
0: by them at warp one; they wouldn't see it. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it, you would expect that a lot of the time it's traveling; it's traveling at sublight, or at least sublight relative to them. So, I don't know. That was that was interesting, I think, but that doesn't get resolved well either. They eventually just hit it, and then it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, well, yeah. had to clean up that loose end.
1: Well, and yeah, it and then the down. Orion disguised and Dorian also same thing. Yep. Poison pill or whatever. Poison injection. Delayed Yeah, you'd think they would
0: have checked him for that but also like not just let him on the bridge because, you know, he...
3: <laughs> well, that was my thing. Didn't I had a sense. note about that as well. I was like, so the security team brings him up but then lets him just kind of wander yeah. the bridge. And do they leave? Just stand. No, they're still there. there. Okay. They just At stand right there. next to
0: Kirk. <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> yeah, but they just kind of like stand there. And he just kind of, you know, the
1: spy just kind of wanders <laughs> around. The very classified bridge. That's fine.
0: Well, and you know, yeah, what if he had another fine. communicator, right? And Kirk's, like, telling him the plan. He's like, here, watch me trick your other ship.
3: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, there's so many ways it yeah. can go wrong.
0: I mean, it's good drama, but.
3: It was weird. Yeah, and I just, I didn't quite understand why the Orions were mad because they hadn't really mentioned the Orions before this. Well, I think they said at the (laughs) end,
0: right, that the Orions were mining the dilithium as well illegally. Um, And they realized that if they stopped Sarek from, right, so Kirk makes his speech that if they admit this planet, then all of it will be under Federation protection or Starfleet protection. Um, And then that makes it harder for them to mine it. But if they could get this, like, sort of um division between different places and then both sides will want dilithium to like essentially fight each other then they could be supplying both sides in a conflict um and still illegally mining this planet that isn't part of the federation um they they toss out all of that like super late at the very end like thing i think spock does but like it it makes enough sense
1: i guess yeah and so the Tellurites and the Andorians are part of the federation right yes
0: i assume all these diplomats are right
1: Yes. Okay. So there's... Well, and it says on Memory Alpha,
3: I guess, the the Tellurides, the Andorians, the Vulcans, and then humans are the four founders of the Federation. So
1: that's like a pretty sketchballs group of people <laughs> to align yourself with.
0: Wait, but the Andorians aren't, there's no, they're not doing anything wrong.
1: Yeah. All right. I guess I'm thinking the Tellurides are kind of sketchballs. Yeah,
0: they're... they're...
1: Well, they're just they're
3: just different. That's that's. Well, they're
0: illegally mining. Yeah, I'm sure that you know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I mean,
3: I mean, I'm sure that a lot of a lot of cultures are not maybe all completely on the up and up but you know you're still part of diplomatic circles i mean you think about like the united nations and stuff like well, that Well, they also right? say right? the planet
0: is like super sparsely populated so it's also that like, that's true but it's, it seems like they're just like landing somewhere mining some dilithium and then flying away um they're still stealing right. from the planet right they're stealing resources but um I, I don't think they're implying that they're in like open conflict or war or anything
3: yeah i agree with
0: that um okay not to say that you know, resource piracy is better just because <laughs> they're doing it without. Well. Uh, <laughs> no, but...
3: it doesn't make it better. It just makes it <laughs>
0: um,
3: more understandable. I don't know. Less terrible? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it does.
0: There is a point, though, um, when the Andorian, who is the Orion, uh, is captured, and then the actual Andorian is there. Uh, so it's. A, I guess it's a question. Is that Andorian, who's a diplomat, an actual Endorian? Because he's, like, super caging his responses. He's, like, he's defending that guy. And he's, like, yeah, you know, this is fine. Like, he's a good guy or whatever. Um, <laughs> and it's very, like, he should say, he should be, like, oh, well, yeah. Like, I guess I don't know much about this guy's backstory or anything. And I'm not sure why he would have done these things. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it doesn't seem like he would be full on board with that.
1: No, they did not screen very well for this. Yeah. <laughs> mission like you'd think that job would go to someone who for like many years or decades even would have been doing diplomatic work mm-hmm. and instead it's like some person that showed up a few weeks ago apparently <laughs> it was like hey i have great uh recommendation wink <laughs> can
3: you please give me a job
1: um can i ask a question which is would you guys have eaten that amazing food at the dinner party obviously yes
0: I mean, why not?
1: Because I want to have that every night for dinner.
0: <laughs> I mean, you could probably get some food-safe paint, just paint some apples. Probably. That's. I think. That's I think true. the bulk of it was just painted fruit, right?
1: It's like the brightest dyes like... I've ever seen in fruit. Oh yeah.
3: It was. It was kind of ridiculous, but
1: yeah. Um, and also, how many of us want to have a pet Selleck, like Spock does?
3: Yes, I would like a teddy bear with fangs. Oh my god, Bones' face when he finds <laughs> this out, he looks like it's
1: Christmas. <laughs> like it's better it's like the, it's the happiest moment of his life.
3: It it really looks like it's the happiest moment of his life. He looks so pleased. And you
1: know he's just gonna <laughs> hound Spock mercilessly after oh, yeah. this show's like, over. Oh, it's
3: gonna be forever. And then I just like Spock's like, yes, but the teddy bears on <laughs> on our on Vulcan are alive
1: and have fangs. <laughs> yeah, did you guys ever in T A S, did you see the Salic?
0: Oh, oh, oh um, no. It's,
1: it's there. Been a it's empty. Yeah. It's horrifying. Yeah, I know it's
0: there. <laughs> Boy, it, especially if they could animate it. Then, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah,
1: it's amazing. That'd be scary. In that
0: horrible 70s animation.
1: <laughs> oh, gracious. <laughs> I kind of love that. Ugh. Also, does anyone else just think that Sarek is an older, even sassier Spock? yes
3: well and you can definitely tell at the uh, the that conversation they have at the end where like why she's not very logical no she never has been why'd you marry her it seemed logical at the time i was like hello exactly where spock has gotten all of his sass (laughs)
2: literally i
3: I think
0: it's one of those moments too i think that's one of those moments where like he's casually ribbing and then like she smiles and he smiles and like they have this like this is how they interact in some degree
3: yeah Um, oh it definitely is but it's you can definitely tell
0: where I mean Spock
3: comes by his sassiness very honestly (laughs) (laughs) this is how
1: he was raised (laughs) yeah or like when he speaks to the pink pig the tellurites and he's like I would speak to you Sarek well it does seem unavoidable yeah he's got some good lines
3: (laughs) yeah he has really Sarek has good lines It's it's great I love it (laughs) I love sassy Vulcans being
1: sassy. <laughs> I really do too. I do too. That's great.
0: So, in terms of uh, the the sort of space powers, villains, and that sort of stuff, uh, for saying the Orions, they do not seem very powerful. They have like a
3: no, they're not very good a fast ship.
0: <laughs> and like some, surgery. it might be the worst
1: villain we've had. Uh, they did murder. They murdered. They did one. manage a murder. I guess
0: they killed that. Yeah, they killed that one guy.
1: So, so I guess that's good.
0: I mean, we're looking. I'm looking at the bottom of the list. Uh, Gideon and Lazarus are down at the bottom of the list.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, Gideon,
0: it, you know, runs a planet and, and uh, <laughs> uh, has a pretty bad plan to commit genocide, but at least has a plan that worked. Uh, and then Lazarus. I mean,
3: I'd say the Orions are maybe on par with Lazarus, yeah. maybe even a little bit better because they did at least manage a murder. Yeah, Lazarus,
0: He's above Lazarus pretty dumb. <laughs> I would, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, that's maybe where I would settle to between Gideon and Lazarus.
1: Oh, in there. Yeah.
0: Below Gideon above Lazarus. I would
3: say that. Yeah. That would be my vote.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they're pretty bad. I mean, we're
3: they're Yeah, they're not very good at this.
0: <laughs> when we start looking at the bottom of this list.
1: Yeah, I'll take it.
3: <laughs> well, that was easy.
1: And I will also say I loved that it's Sarek's heart that wasn't working. Great, like barely surface <laughs> level metaphor there. Let's
3: <laughs> let's make the subtext text. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was fantastic, and how it's also the like the most complicated organ or whatever in Vulcans, and way more complicated than in humans. <laughs>
0: Wait, and that in like impact? a literal that different they location. That they said it because I know he said.
3: Well, that's Bones talks about yeah. how how more much more complicated the Vulcan heart is. Because hmm. where it's placed in the way it functions, I
1: think. And it has like extra like parts or whatever, or
0: hmm. I yeah. forget exactly what he said. Yeah, I, I remember he said something. I thought he was giving a read that it was complicated just because it was a different physiology, but um... I'm sure they but have it does that's part of it well
1: yeah but it doesn't take much to see the sure the subtext connection there yeah <sighs> true that I think those are my main notes this was a really good episode you guys and do we all agree did we all actually like this episode together oh yeah I love this episode yeah this is Sarah, a good episode for the win.
0: this is a good episode
1: we all agree for while. we're
0: all into it
1: <laughs> I mean, it's legit, it's so compelling. Like, it's one of those episodes where I would have watched it several times through. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. It's a good episode.
0: Cool.
3: Give me a Spock episode any day. I'll yeah, be bingo. happy.
0: Well, I mean, li- well, bingo, and literally, we should do bingo, but.
2: <laughs> <laughs> great segue, Paul. <laughs> I just thought bingo was a great episode,
0: but I mean, those I, things should have just happened.
1: <laughs> Did you practice that segue?
0: No, it would have been a lot sloppier if I did.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I only have one clarifier this week. Um, I think we can all agree that like visiting ambassador slash alien slash admiral is a jerk because at least one of the like serek's kind of a jerk Really, oh, all yeah like I mean, and are. then like some of the other ambassadors are just kind of jerks so i just wanted to double check and make sure everyone's okay with that being acceptable as a bingo square
0: yeah yeah i'm not sure why we would not okay. check that one right
3: <laughs> right right
1: everybody's kind of yeah. yeah okay all right just checking so just
0: checking, do we get bingo or not but- chelsea
1: I don't think so, even though there were several cliches.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I want to say <laughs> no as well, but yeah. I'll say yeah, just to be different.
1: <laughs> so that one of us is right. Yeah. Probably me. Probably you.
2: statistically. Just-
1: <laughs> And
3: Chelsea was yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there actually isn't that much in this episode. Yeah, I didn't think
1: so. Um, I mean, although theme, I'm right? real
3: sad because there are a couple of cliches that weren't on this bingo sheet that did happen. Like we have multiple shirts. Yeah, shirtless quirks, quirks in there. And there fight. wasn't a square was a this time. Scene. And Nurse Chapel's here, but that wasn't a square. Yeah. And the bridge shakes and that wasn't a square. I was kind of bummed out about that, but like the ones we did get, uh, there's a captain's log entry. Bones does drink, which hey, <laughs> and uh, the visiting ambassadors are are jerks. They're just jerks. So yeah, not much, not much this time around. Which which honestly, the better episodes usually don't have as many cliches. So. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's fair. <laughs> For the most yeah, part, yeah, it depends.
3: It does depend, but a lot of the time, the better episodes don't tend to have as much.
1: Will we ever get bingo again? I think we need to make ingo easier bingo sheets.
0: You pitch that a lot.
1: But that's no fun. You do. (laughs) That's no fun though. (laughs) I think winning is very fun, even if you're cheating. Wow. Wow, that's a winning.
0: That's a thing. (laughs) Okay. Every week we could just have a a different bingo sheet for you, Chelsea. Okay. It just has one it. square and it says free square.
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea wins every week.
1: <laughs> I approve.
3: Oh, gracious. All right. So shall we see what we're watching next time? Yes.
1: Out of the real live hat.
3: Let's see. <laughs>
1: every time. When I see every it. It's a top time. hat. <laughs>
3: Ooh. Ooh. We're going to season three. We haven't been in season three very much, if at all. It's probably for the best.
0: Oh, boy. We forgot to say oh, checkups in this episode a lot.
3: Oh, yeah, Chekhov is there without his terrible wig.
0: How do we forget Chekhov?
3: I don't know. Well, he doesn't do anything that exciting. (laughs) You
0: but he's got a lot of screen time.
3: (laughs) Yeah, he's there. He hangs out. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Anyway, next time. (laughs) We are in season three next time. Episode 19, Requiem for Methuselah.
0: Is that the... uh... Boy, as we all... I'm
1: trying to think. (laughs) That's another one with it is on a planet oh. looking
3: for an urgent medical cure uh-huh. Kirk, Spock, and McCoy come across a dignified recluse living privately but in splendor with his sheltered ward and a very protective I, robot
1: servant I like this one a lot so this is one of the ones where Kirk falls <laughs> in love with the girl and you mean all of them? no and this, but this has my favorite ending of probably well, uh, like a lot of season it. 3 yeah spoilers Nope, that's all I'll say it's just an amazing ending <laughs> Well, we
3: will find out what that amazing ending is next time. So don't forget to follow us on social media at Beam Three on Twitter, In- uh, Instagrams Three to Beam Up, uh, our Facebook page Three to Beam Up. Uh, like us and say hi uh, over on Facebook. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you aren't yet. It helps with numbers and all that jazz. And give us a review if you want on your podcast catcher of choice. Uh, and we will see you next time with Requiem for Methuselah.